Welcome to Winter's Edge. The Western mind, we are addicted to spring and summer, all things sun. Adi Shanti teaches the roots of wisdom and insight are forged in the withering and return of winter. So before we jump into spring, I have some insight, I have some ideas for practice. Welcome to Viral Mindfulness, the podcast. I'm your host, Alexander. This is a seasonal limited series called Winter's Edge. Stay connected with me over at my website at viralmindfulness.com. It wasn't that long ago for me when I was exploring my spirituality and trying to deepen it, and I realized that I had never been to a silent retreat. (laughs) And around that time, I was also thinking about how I was reading that a lot of spiritual warriors, so to speak, had a mentor or teacher, and I didn't really have a teacher. So this was around 2013 and 14, and I was doing so much online anyway. I was transitioning my career to online marketing and learning all these amazing things. So I thought, well, why would I not find a community or a teacher online as well. It would only make sense that this is also how I would do this. And I gave myself permission to lean into that. And it wasn't very long and much very soon arrived Adi Ashanti through the friend, through a recovery 12-step queer friend who popped into my life on an auspicious September Hollywood pool party in Southern California. And this was 2015, the year that I decided to get honest and get in community with other people struggling with drugs and alcohol. And so by September, I was pretty well established. I was in an AA community. I was going to meetings daily. I had a sponsor And I was putting myself out there and I met this really interesting person. He shall be, we'll just keep him nameless. Let's call him, let's call him A. No, we'll call him Z. We'll call him Z. So Z was at this pool party and he and I had instant chemistry and he he was just really spiritual and he introduced me to Adi Shanti. He also introduced me, Z, to being gay and sober and being sexual and gay and sober. And yes, you can read between the lines. <laughs> Z and I did have sex, <laughs> sober sex. And uh, he introduced me to so many cool things. And I'm ever so grateful. The most thrilling was Adi Ashanti and making the introduction for me to study and to start reading and then to go to an in-person day long, like a two-day, like a Friday night and then an all-day Saturday up in the valley above LA and Hollywood. And to make the connection in person. And ever since, I have been in Adi Ashanti's community. And in 20, let's see, 2018, 19, and 20, he started doing online 
silent like retreats, spiritual retreats for 90 days the first two years. And then the second year or the third year in 2020, we only did 60 days. And then I've also been to maybe two, I guess only one other in-person day intensive with him. And then I finally had my own at home silent retreat for like seven days during the holiday season of 2020. (laughs) It was really crazy and cool. And so I had all these thoughts and eventually I found them. So then I was thinking, what if you have never done a silent retreat? Or what if you're looking to be silent for longer periods? Or what if you're looking for a spiritual teacher? So I thought this episode could be some short suggestions about DIY, do it yourself, at home for even a small chunk of time, like one morning or one day or 12 hours from sunrise to sunset or a weekend or seven days or five weeks. So what that could look like, feel like, and I've got some ideas for you. So let's just say that this is something you've thought about and you've wanted to try. So as always, number one, you're in charge. This is your experience. What makes you think that you have to do this with someone else? And what makes you think you have to do this outside your home? And for all of you who have roommates, kids, animals, partners, other adults, friends, housemates, I know there's going to be lots of barriers and there still is a way if you desire and especially if you get let go of this rigid idea, this rigid thinking where it has to be a certain way where it's all or nothing. I have to be silent for seven days straight and I can't say one word. (laughs) Okay, don't do that. Like what if you were very easy? What if you're very gentle? What if you're very winter like? on winter's edge where we're not putting forth all this effort, the summer's heat, the long days. It's very, very minimal. It's rooted from a strong foundation and intention. It's minimal. It's from the ground up. So let's just say one weekend you wanted to have kind of a silent retreat. Let's say that. So it could be silent. It could be spiritual. It could be soulful. It could be creative. It could be like a painting or a writing retreat. You get to set it up. I'm going to talk about spiritual retreat or silent or solitude. So let's say it's a weekend and you decide you want to do the whole weekend. What if you set up sometime on Friday where it starts. So there's a beginning and an end. And the beginning and the end can be as small and simple as you put your hands together. All right, we're beginning now. And at the end, you put your hands together. Okay, we're finished now. Or you could light a candle to start. And then you could go into a place where you're alone and sit on the ground, light the candle, and you could sit there quietly for one minute and just be still or be quiet or notice the quiet, notice the stillness. Because often what I see is that people, even myself, when we, when we quiet 
in when we go to meditate, we start to freak out and we notice all the sensations of movement of mind and body. And we move so rapidly that when you start to lean in, it can be a lot and you're not broken or damaged or wrong. This is a practice. And so with practice, here's another idea. Practice isn't progress. It's not being perfect at it. Practice is you just practice. Like when you go to the piano, like when I took piano lessons as a kid, you practice, you just practice. You go do some scales, you warm up, you set a timer, you work on one song. Oh, I don't know this. It's hard. I go to the song that I do know and play that over and over and then it times up. Great. And then I haven't worked on that new song and practice is open and flexible and hard and you can cry and feel like all these feelings, but we just try to keep moving. So a beginning and an end to your weekend retreat And in between, what if you were to just say that, you know, on Saturday and Sunday, I want to make sure that I do a five minute meditation where I'm trying to touch stillness, solitude and quiet. And then I'll do one in the morning and I'll do one at night. And then during the day, I'm going to try and talk less and I'm going to practice noble silence. And I'm going to tell the people around that I'm going to be doing a little exercise and I'm going to be listening more over the weekend. You don't have to tell them, oh, I'm doing spiritual retreat. I'm doing a DIY, a mini at home (laughs) retreat with Alexander. And you could just say, I want to practice listening more. And so um, here's my cue. There's going to be certain times where I'm not going to respond and I'm going to put my hands together and bow my head. And then you can come back to me or you can keep telling me and um, especially if it's your kids you know you could just set up a little bit of time and then the next day you do the same thing and then on the end of Sunday or Monday morning you you have your end point too and that's it and that's your weekend like it could be that simple because you're setting intention you're trying you're facing your fear of having more silent solitude, quiet, still time, noble silence. Okay, so let's take another example. Let's say you live alone. Let's say you're gonna be alone. Let's say you just do it for one day. And so you wake up Saturday morning and you don't get on your devices and you stay off of social media, phones, digital until like noon. And that could be really hard and that could be part of the solitude or the stillness is to stay away from all that rapid movement. And then you could start with a moment, hand to heart, you could be standing. And you could say my goal is before the sun sets that I'm going to try and not speak to anyone. If the phone rings, I'm going to let it go to voicemail and I'll call them back after the sun sets. Um, I'm going to try and sit down and practice silent stillness for five minutes at three different times throughout the day and I'm going to read books and I'm going to read about things of literature or art or nature. Um, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to do one in the morning and I'm going to do one in the afternoon and just a short walk and I'm going to breathe while I walk and really notice my walking and my breath and my body. And then Before it ends, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do like 
light a candle and I'm going to light some incense and I'm going to offer a prayer of gratitude for the things that are working in my life. And if there's only one thing I can notice, I'm going to be grateful for that one thing as part of this end to this 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 12 hours, you know, this sunset or this sunrise to sunset. So do you kind of get where I'm going with this? Or what if it's as simple as you're going to do two meditations today? You're going to do one in the morning for 10 minutes, and then you're going to finish the day. Maybe it's before dinner, after dinner. I'm going to do 10 more minutes, and I'm going to double my meditation, and I'm going to call this my little at-home retreat today. And then all day long, I'm going to encourage myself to think about things of spiritual nature. Instead of listening to podcasts under certain topics, I'm going to listen and look for a spiritual podcast, something for me that in, that feels like it's spirit-centered. I'm going to listen to a different type of music today. I'm going to listen to classical music because it feels very like purist and like really romantic. I hate classical music. I'm going to do it and try it anyway. And I'm going to listen to classical music. Uh, that was my foot rubbing against the table. Sorry if you heard that sound. So what if you were just to make a small, bold decision and try it? And if you wanted to do like a longer period of silence, like you could set three hours and say, you know, I'm going to be busy from nine to noon. And in those three hours, and you want to be silent for three hours, you let every no one know in, in your space that you're going to be quiet. You're not going to acknowledge anything. If it's an emergency, they can call their so-and-so. <laughs> if it's an emergency, you'll help. But we're talking you're dying and I'm calling an ambulance or not dying. You've cut your finger and we're calling an ambulance. And then for three hours, you, you go take a hot shower and then you just be quiet and you turn on some soft music and then you go to a place where you're alone and you meditate for 20 minutes and you set your timer and you um, sit quietly for the first time or for a, a solid 20 minutes and you just work with the stillness and silence and then when that's up you get up and you move and you go walk for 20 minutes you go outside and maybe you put on headphones or maybe you don't maybe you listen to music or maybe you don't and then you come back and then maybe you read something spiritual and journal for a few minutes or a half an hour and then maybe you do another 20 minute meditation and at this point maybe you're getting close to two hours and you're like whoa I have one more hour left I'm gonna be silent I'm gonna be still I'm gonna do a little bit more writing oh my gosh I feel tired and sleepy okay I'm gonna set a nap but I have to wake up so that I can do one final you know meditation <laughs> this is what it can look and feel like do it follow any small thought any breadcrumb you have to practice solitude stillness silence and to support you one of the things that really helped me one year is Adi Ashanti printed up this these statements that kind of got us into an idea of spiritual or silent retreat and so I just made a list of some sort of daily mantras and suggestions phrases that kind of invite you into the spirit or to so here they are here's one of them instead of directing your experience 
to what you want to be experiencing. Be receptive to what you are experiencing. Here's the second one. Give yourself to your own depth. Here's the third one. What wants to sprout from silence today for me and others around me? And the last one I'll share is drop into your deepest sense of presence. And maybe this is your retreat is maybe you print up all of these suggestions and mantras is what I'm calling them. Uh, daily suggestions and mantras of spirit, let's say. And you write them all down, you print them up, you cut them, you tape them, you paint them, and you tape them around your bedroom or bathroom. And for seven days, you continually allow for these little phrases and suggestions and mantras. Be like an invitation, a viral mindfulness invitation, a VMI. <laughs> this could be something that you run around and bump into these throughout your house, your bathroom, your mirror. One of them is be silent daily. Another one is ask questions stay open. And then every time you bump into them, you could put them in your car. And you kind of create this little experience where it's kind of like a mindfulness bell, or it's a mindfulness invitation to pause and breathe. Let's say I just bumped into one, look for answers, which inspire other questions. I could just stop and close my eyes. Look for answers which inspire other questions. That's so good because, you know, let's say you're struggling with depression and you're like, I, I need to know what's wrong. You know, I need to figure out what's happening. And, you know, you're on this hunt for a diagnosis or an answer. And maybe this gives you an opportunity with that topic in this moment to practice, okay, what? So I'm looking for an answer, but what if it's about more questions? What if I'm not really depressed? What if I'm just having a hard time with all this happening? Why am I looking for a solid answer or diagnosis? Why do I think that medication is harmful to me? Why am I so sad? What do other people do with their sadness? Will the sadness be here forever? So that's just, you know, a way that you could take what that was maybe a minute and just kind of use that mantra, that invitation to explore and just pause. So I want you to have access to these. So I'm going to give you a link where you can go and print them up and get a list of them at my website. You just go to viralmindfulness.com slash mantra, M-A-N-T-R-I. Just kidding, it's not I. M-A-N-T-R-A, mantra. <laughs> and um, just download the, you know, get access to this, this uh, resource. And just because I love to do fun things, I'm going to record it with some music, not music, I'm going to record it with some water in the background right now. And I'm going to read them all It's kind of like a moving meditation with these daily suggestions and mantras. All right. Um, this is Winter's Edge. And I'll see you soon, maybe even tomorrow.